Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for The Dragon Reborn. I am your host, Will Callum. With me is my good friend and co-host, Steve. And listen, people, you know me. What am I? Spicy like a bean. (laughs) This is just, this is like more of the thing that like we're just, we're on different wavelengths sometimes. And I, and it's hard because, you know, your wavelength is, I'm, I'm jealous of your wavelength is what I'm trying to say. Actually though, you should just, just, just slow everything down a little bit to get on my wavelength. That's key. Slow everything down a bit. If you were slow a little bit and you didn't say you're Steve, my bit would have played out and you would be on, you would have been riding the wave. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Slow down, get your words nice and crispy and plump do you hear the way i said plump it's like an innkeeper it is (laughs) we are going into chapter 28 today a way out 28 isn't there a movie with steven seagal called way out i think it's called no way out no way out there's a lot of things that are called no way out any anything that is like aggressive in any sort of way is probably been named no way out at some point yeah I think there's even like a there was a wrestling event for a long time called No Way Out. That's my main touchstone right now that, of what I'm referring to. Yeah, I mean No Way Out. That was a I think they did they make a video game? No, that's No Mercy. No Mercy is a video game. You can't have any mercy in wrestling. You can't have any way out, right? That's why they bring a big cage down in there. Mercy will <laughs> you'll lose a match. So No Way Out, chapter twenty eight. <laughs> A way out. A way out, yes. No. <laughs> yes. No way out is wrestling. Yeah. So, like I said in our last episode, there's a bunch of things that I want to talk about here. And it all revolves around gambling. Because there's there's this whole thing. So, like, the the, the, the overall arc of this chapter here is just Egwene, Nynaeve, and, and Elaine. They go to Matt and they're like, we need you to send a letter to my to Elaine's mom. Why? Because we just don't need her up our ass when we go down to tear. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, yes. And yes, it is Elaine's mom, but it is the queen. So it's not just yes. like a, a mom. Not any like, old mom. If you're hanging out with Elaine, you better have her back here by 8.30 p.m. Or before mm-hmm. the sun's down, before it's dark, or I will call all of your mothers. It's not that type of mom situation. It's more of like, I am the queen and I shall not grant you entrance. Banish. Banishment. For all. My mom was kind of like that. I've met your mom. She is like that. <laughs> I can testify to it. Very queenly. Very queen. Very queenly. Super queenly. Not lots of nice stuff. Lots of nice stuff. I I I'm utterly jealous of 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 everything that she is. But you're right. Yeah, it's not just like any sort of mom. It is, it is a queen. So. They have to obviously send a letter to her to kind of like cool things down so that when they leave and it seems like it seems like their plan is going to work out. I don't I don't even know what their plan is at this point, but it seems like they're pretty dead set on 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 leaving. Once they give Matt the letter, like game over, like that letter has gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and given the fact that like uh, I think Nynaeve also gives Matt the uh, the get out of jail free card that. Mm-hmm. The Amarillo seat gave them in case like they need it. They in case they need to get out of trouble or something like that. They just hand that to they Matt. Hand it right over to Matt. A question for you. Okay. Well, do do you think that get out of free card is going to work anywhere outside of the white uh, out of anywhere outside of the White Tower and the rest of that Tarvalon area? 
Yes, I do think it will work almost anywhere they go. But also, to your point, I do think, for the sake of the plot, it won't work (laughs) (laughs) at some point. There will be someone, because a dark friend is not is not having it. If if you present, or they might have a dark friend, I think they'll create the they'll create the illusion that maybe they're having it, and then they will try to stab you in the back. See what I think. If it's not going to work, it's like Matt's going to get down to the front gate. He's going to give it to Bob the guard, and Bob's going to look at it, Mm -hmm. and he's like, "I can't read." Hands it back to him. (laughs) (laughs) Hands it back home. This this is nothing. (laughs) This is garbage to me. Could be. So naive Elaine and Egwene, they're just banking on the fact that Matt is going to know what he what what he's doing and that this note is going to get to him as far as as least outside of Tarvalon and the surrounding area so that he doesn't get get shuffled back into the White Tower for I don't know. I guess he's just like hanging out and eating for daggers. Which sounds like, like the life. Yeah, well, that's exactly. So we need to back it up a little bit because literally the opening of this chapter starts with Matt chowing down, and he's already had in his breakfast. britches. He's in his britches. You're right. He's he's not he's not wearing <laughs> he's not wearing a lot. I think it's just a little old pair of small clothes. Clad only in his br- britches, M- Matt was just finishing a snack after breakfast. Yep. See, he's going for the food snack. immediately after, after breakfast. breakfast snack. Ham, three apples, oh. bread, apple and core. Butter. That's another thing. He eats an apple core. He just like bites the bottom of it and he spits the seeds in, into the table. That's happening a, a, a lot in this chapter. And I was very confused by it. <laughs> there's points where he eats apple cores. There's points where he decides to not eat apple cores. And he's spitting seeds out everywhere. The, speeds, the seeds are described as bitter seeds. Bitter seeds? From an apple, which is accurate. But I don't know what you were expecting, bud. All you do is fucking eat apples. You should know this and spit them. And in between this, he's go he's jumping to point between thoughts of like, I wonder which one of these girls are the prettiest and which one chomp spit. <laughs> which one are the prettiest? But it's not. It's not. I wonder which one is the prettiest. It's is for for a hot second it is, and then it's. I can't decide. I just want to dance with them. Yeah, I just want to dance with every Man, single one. Of them. I want to dance a fucking jig <laughs> with any of them. And then he's like, I used to jig with Egwene up back in the day. I even jigged with Nine Eve once. That Elaine, yeah. though. I wonder if she'd be down for a jig. Now I'm just thinking of Elaine's dance from Seinfeld. Well, of course. And that's like, of course. that is the, that's just the natural progression right there. It's a gold and standard. Obviously, that must be the, the dance that they do around the pole at Beltine. It's kind of what I have envisioned this whole time. But more people, you know, in a circular kick. motion, moving it around. But yeah, a kick, kick. and a and a hurl, head movements. Yeah, a twirl and a whip. Oh, got to be dangerous, but the whips. He really wants to jig with him. And then there's a there's an interesting little. <laughs> I don't even know what you call this, a limerick or or it, it, it's life advice that Robert Jordan slips in there, uh, in Matt's thoughts, via via. Papa Matt, Abel, Abel, right? Abel, I don't know how to say it is. Abel Cawthorn. One pretty woman means fun at the dance. Two pretty women means trouble in the house. And three pretty women, Will, means run for the hills. 
I challenge anybody listening right now to make that their face, make that as a Facebook post and post it. No context. See what happens. See what happens. It'll be fun. <laughs> it's like a social experiment. Do not include us in it. Leave us no. out. No, we're you, out. If you put us in there, it'll it'll it doesn't work. It throws it all off. If if it gets a lot of hits, you know, I'll figure out how to how to <laughs> circumvent your success. Yeah, we be so, my success. we technically own the uh, we own you. <laughs> we own you, the IP. Yeah, yeah, we own all of this. So don't get any ideas unless we want unless we change your mind and want to. We can do that. Yeah, yeah. Leave the door open. Don't lock us out. That's the key here. Uh, yeah, that saying, I, I don't even know where to start with that. It just seemed like, it just seemed like Robert Jordan, Robert Jordan's going with something. See, he has this weird balance of sexism it is, on it, both sides. It, there is. And this, yeah, yeah, it is. I know what you're saying. <laughs> this one's, this one's pretty fucking sexist because it's like, if there's, a, if there's one pretty woman, right? You have fun at the, fun at the dance, right? Maybe you guys can take your pants off, run around in your small clothes a little bit. Two yep. pretty women means trouble in the house because women can't get along can they but i guess i I don't know if he's insinuating that he's dating two pretty women i think well here's the thing like i disagree you bring two pretty women now you bring two two let's just keep the number climbing i want seven let's get seven that's now that that's a party well i don't even need a party more like i'll take a meeting right (laughs) Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I think staff outing. Yeah, I don't want men. Here's a, here's a, here's an old saying that my dad taught me: one man in the room smells like farts. <laughs> Two men in the room really smells like farts. Three men in the room, somebody shit themselves. Yeah, someone shit themselves. It smells like shit. <laughs> We're not playing with farts anymore, are we? From my dad. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Da. My dad will hear this one day and be like, what? He's never going to listen to this. But then again, remember when I said our friends are never going to listen to this? That's biting me in the ass now. All of our friends are listening to this now. And now I owe them all cake. One of our friends is listening to this. Specifically the one that you said that that you made some sort of fucking cake deal with the devil. I I didn't even remember this cake this cake thing but apparently will said if our friend listened he'd give him a cake or something and now he's not giving him a cake and there's this whole thing there's now there's certain people that we can't invite over and things are happening and it's causing a whole fracture in our friend group and i'm upset and somebody needs cake i'm i'm not giving anybody cake i here's he's not getting cake i could easily make it so you're giving me cake i could just be like the next episode is a cake episode i need you to buy the cake done Mm. Yeah, you're right. Well, we've made plans like that a lot in the past, and a lot of them have never come to fruition. We've had we we've tried to do uh, pop tart podcasts. We did a pop tart podcast. We did not try. We succeeded. <laughs> we just couldn't get the pop tarts that aren't available in our country, which is fucked up. It is fucked up. Pop tarts should be av- it, they should be available for the people, all people. Of all nationalities. Everywhere. Across the planet, it should be available. It's crazy how how limited we are in our Pop-Tart selection. And I'm not going to stand for it anymore. They really do all just taste like fucking shit, though. 
And like just cardboard ass. Yeah, but that's not the point. You ever open up one and you're like, oh, you're looking at the package and you're like, oh, this looks cool. It's got like a bunch of purple and some green goo and a swirl going through it. This is going to be great. And you open it up and there's just like a little tiny, like one inch by one inch little blob of goo. Someone fucked yeah. up. They didn't put enough goo on it. <laughs> you're like, well, I'm going to eat it anyways, I guess. Well, to even get you to that point, like usually whenever I eat a Pop-Tart, I'm I'm never at like I'm never in a good spot. Mentally, physically. Yeah. Like, if I'm at a Pop-Tart point, I'm not doing well. Well, yeah, that is a good (laughs) indicator. But my thing is, one or two Pop-Tarts, you can be doing okay. You can be having a treat, especially if it's one. If you have the control to keep yourself to one tart and just chow that down, that's not bad. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm in a bad place. But if I've even if I've eaten six in a day, oh, you better believe that I am in spooky town. Yeah, you're not doing good, and you will not be feeling good. But that'll happen with me. I'll just start. I'll just because it starts a feeding frenzy. I'll eat one. I'll cook the first two, and I'll be like, "Mmm, these are warm and gooey." And then the next one I want so bad, I don't have time to cook it, so I eat it cold. And then I'm like, "Well, I've already eaten that one cold." And then I eat three more. And then there's only two left in the box, so it's like I'll finish a box, and here we are. See, like I don't even go. I I've never cooked a pop tart before. I've never done it. Well, the word "cook" is used very loosely here. I know, I know, I know. But like that should be an indicator of where already my head's at as soon as I pop that pop tart box open. As soon as you pop that tart. As soon as I pop that tart, and I don't and I don't cook it, I just just start chowing down the the cardboard crustiness. <laughs> That is that is the pop tart. I'm not doing well. <laughs> chapter twenty eight. Cha- chapter twenty eight. <laughs> but let's just clear that up for me and for the audience. When was the last time you had a pop tart? You know what? I haven't been able to afford him for a while, so he's doing okay. <laughs> wow. He was. He's doing great after all. <laughs> chapter twenty eight. Chapter twenty eight. There's another thing I wanted to talk about. I think I said it right at the t- top of this show. It's Matt's plan. So once he kind of agrees to take Elaine's letter and he gets past the whole, like, everybody's everybody's so pretty, I want to dance with them. I wanted to, it's specific. It's important that we, that, that we say Jake because it is Jake. And the it word is Jake. Jake is used in this chapter like nine different times. Yeah. He wants to dance with Jake. At, at one point they say... Uh, He's getting jiggy how, with it. How he doesn't look as sick as he did before. And he's like, listen, look, I'm great. I, I feel pop a jig. awesome. I, I think the exact quote is, I could run 10 miles and dance a jig at the end of it. And then in his brain, his inner dialogue says, ah, I couldn't really, though, because I'm too fucking hungry. <laughs> For the dude that already had breakfast and then had his after snack breakfast of ham i haven't and i listen i i don't know i got questions about this ham they're always just eating ham but what does that mean because ham is a very ambiguous thing when you say someone's eating ham well what do you mean are they just holding a fucking roast of ham and taking bites out of it do they have some shaved slices slices cold cuts uh you know that sandwich uh what are we talking here here uh 
I, I don't, you don't really eat meat very often, but I guess there's more of a question. Sometimes or, I do. Maybe, uh, maybe a little like a I little read a memory, lot of books about meat. Memory shot into the brain of our audience. Meat. Does brain. anybody else think that like sure you can get like a piece, a slice of honey ham, and you can just eat the slice of honey ham and it tastes fine? But mm. as soon as you roll it up mm. into like a little roll, like oh, a little dube. Yep. I know exactly what you're the, talking about. It tastes like ten times better. It's a texture thing. It's it, you are absolutely correct. I call that a meat roll. Not a very creative meat name. Roll. I know a lot of people probably use it, but it is used across the country here in Canada. Is uh, yeah, he was our meatloaf. <laughs> Did not get that far. <laughs> meat roll. Listen, I like. I used to eat. I used to. Eat, it's funny you said honey ham. Are you buying that like dollar honey ham? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat that stuff like when I was like 20. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it's delicious, man. And you're right. That is the stuff, isn't it? You roll that up into a, a roll little it meat dube. <laughs> Get yourself a couple like saltine crackers. Yeah. You know? Have you ever, I, I bet you, I bet you you have, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now that I have. Have you ever <laughs> eaten an entire pack of, of that stuff, of that dollar 99 cent honey ham? Have you ever just eaten a whole pack? With in not, like minutes with nothing else yeah me too nothing i think nothing. i've just done it in a handful the whole thing <laughs> into my mouth. it's not a lot of people don't you shouldn't be eating this it definitely causes cancer <laughs> it's not good no it's not good for you but oh god tasty okay nom, 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 nom. all right so to what i was th- th- wanted to talk about here i want to talk about matt's plan because as soon as he's finished that honey ham, that dollar honey ham, and he's just shoving it into his face, and he's talking about jigging with the pretty mm-hmm. girls who mm-hmm. are also causing troubles in his head with his, his uh, with the problems with women that his dad has instilled into his mind. Yeah, which is like, they're fucked, boy. Unless you yeah. got you to get them alone <laughs> out of, and out of dance. <laughs> and then you can have a good time. Don't put more than one of them in a house together. And if you ever see three or more together, run. Get the fuck out of there, boy. Run, Get Matt. the fuck out. This is the thing I want to talk about. This is the thing I've been like pondering in my head all day is okay. when Matt says he's ready to go, he's like, my plan is going to use the letter, but to fund my traveling, I'm going to gamble. He's just going to play gamble dice. That letter, I think he, I think he, he could be gambling that letter. And that, he's going to fuck himself up. But we've seen his luck throughout this series. Three books mm-hmm. in now. It's mm-hmm. not particularly great. And he's already like... But and that, even that Robert... means it's time to turn around. It's always, you know... Yeah, I guess so. That means that now... Now it's time to grease the wheel. I I, I don't know how me? he's... How he's everything he, on red. How he's going to put... I. This is going to, it's either going to turn around and he's going to be fine. He's going to get like a coin, a purse full of coin. And he's able to get on any ship and he's going to be able to eat ham from different barrels, ham coming barrels in Wheel of Time, right? So he's going to probably bet that ham. He's going to be betting ham. I don't know how, you know, surefire this plan is. If he's betting, you gotta know if he's betting on his gambling, <laughs> you got to know when to fold them, Will. And yeah. Matt Cawthon. Cawthon knows this. I think. I don't know. I, I don't trust. I, I don't, don't trust know. gambling. I don't trust. I think it. he's going to end up gambling the Amarillo seat letter and lose it. 
How about that? I think he's going to end up... Okay, here's a thought. This just popped into my head right now. Are Tarangriels and Saangriels and all the other Angriels, yes. are they just NFTs? Yes. <laughs> In fact, yeah, they definitely are. Calendor they're just like pa- they're power NFT. NFTs. Yeah, I'm still not quite sure what NFTs are, but I'm pretty sure that they are like a Terangriel or a Sangriel. Yeah, they're like pieces angriel. of a larger thing, right? Yeah. So they're like power NFTs. Wow. Chapter 28, everybody. Wow, wow, wow. wow, wow and that's wow, everything wow. that I had on my notes today, man. <laughs> well, at, again, I do have to mention one of the last times it did come up. But in the chapter, they once again mention jig time. We do get a, a fun little saying that pops through Matt's mind near the end of the chapter here. I bought an NFT called Jig. buy it now (laughs) if you want the fun of the jig you have to pay the harper sooner or later now again I don't know what jig means in Matt's mind because sometimes it's with a woman sometimes it's a metaphorical thing for getting money and sometimes he's I, I don't know I don't think he does know. I think that's just like a word that he uses to replace words that he doesn't know how to explain stuff. Yeah. I thought that I thought that jig meant having sex with people. <laughs> it, it means dancing? No, 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 no. I don't dance. I gamble. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening to chapter 28, everybody. Thank you. We appreciate you all for making it to the end of this and for listening and helping us out. And if you would be so kind, please take a moment to go on over and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. You can get a bonus podcast we do every weekend for only three bucks over there. So check that out. Please tweet at us at chap by chap. Get the memes Instagram. In yeah, get our memes. Give us memes. Instagram at chapter by chapter podcast. And we will see you back here again tomorrow for chapter 29. A trap to spring. just got done playing a round of the dune game that i found online if you guys have never played it before you got to play the dune board game i think i'll put a link onto it for this episode notes but there's one huge flaw in it it doesn't have my good friend big cheese daddy in it now wouldn't the world just be a better place if you had your own big cheese daddy (laughs) 
If you want to be like Big Cheese Daddy, you can head over to our Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode, and you can become a Gouda Grandmaster!